Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited to dive into yet another Rebel Radio conversation with a new friend, Emma Goldie. Emma, thank you for being on the show. I'm so grateful that you're here today. Hey, Cindy, I'm so excited to be here. It's um, going to be great getting to know you. Yes, absolutely. As we were saying before we went live, I get to know people live. I know nothing about Emma other than what I've seen on her social media feed. So I love doing these conversations just to get to know people in front of a live audience. It's great. So Emma, before we went live, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you. And I'm Mm -hmm. curious, what was kind of your biggest aha or takeaway from what I shared? Um, It's funny because I did a really long post and an email last night around... um, privilege and a story when my mom when I was like eight my mom told me I couldn't date a guy I mean whatever you do when you're eight um because he was a gypsy and lived in a caravan Mm. and we were upper middle class and um I realized that that um limitation that she wanted to put on me had an effect in for me in terms of I I I became a rebel I think and Mm -hmm. I always sought that freedom away from the norm away from societal conditions away from familial conditions and obviously what you shared with me is the number five is about freedom and um i've always been like doing service work Mm-hmm. And people have always been able to come and talk to me. And I guess that's kind of what I'm still doing. So right. <laughs> like like I said, I'm in the right place. I got yeah. I got the right body and I, I managed to deal with the other stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that. So good. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, who you are here to serve. Um, I work with leaders and entrepreneurs and I help them when they've come to a point where they've got all the stuff, they've, you know, come to their goals, they've probably likely got a lot of different responsibilities and they all of a sudden wake up and went and kind of like hang on is this it because Mm. what will have happened is their identity selves have created all these things around them to make them feel safe and all of a sudden their soul self is calling and calling and it's getting louder and louder and they you know they want to blame their partner or their job or themselves and actually all it is is they haven't been listening to the inner self or the soul self Mm -hmm. so I help people to reconnect with their soul through a methodology I developed called polarity navigation which is amazing I'm a kind of I'm an old yogi really and Mm -hmm. um I started meditating when I was 13 so I'm really into helping people align with themselves but Mm -hmm. the way I've done it because I'm also a driven entrepreneur um is is by I've by looking at all the mistakes that I made in terms of wanting to strive, like you were talking again about in my number five, wanting to strive and taking on too much and being, yeah, I'm nearly Mm -hmm. there, I'm nearly there and constantly pushing myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I find is that other entrepreneurs, you know, they get themselves in in health problems or relationship problems. And actually all it is, is they just haven't got the right orientation to the right place within themselves. So it's turning back to the soul self, learning how to fine tune and listen and get in touch with their masculine and feminine side and different like nice yogic breasts and also I do a meridian um 
kind of a non-invasive meridian therapy which mm-hmm. is a little bit like tapping but for me it's kind of next level so mm-hmm. you're using breath work points and you go back to the original imprints release them replace them with a positive affirmation and then look at how to navigate life through different nine spectrums of life your life mm. and all of this is done with biofeedback <laughs> so we can really hone in and um how should i say specify like in a really detailed way which parts of their life or the way that people are using time or space or self-care or or not using those things and those places are being ill at ease and creating whatever disease in their life that there is Mm, i love that so much Mm. and it's such powerful work because i know for myself as an entrepreneur i got into that space too where i had created this physical reality and i was miserable Mm. and i was like what is going why am i so upset about my life my life's Mm. good but it wasn't because my soul was so unhappy and so Mm. definitely spent the last few years sorting that out and yeah we get to that like that dark night of the soul right Exactly. And that's what I mean, my, my offer is really dark night of the soul or existential crisis. And mm-hmm. that's what it is where there's a crisis of our existence, because we're not we're so misaligned, you know, there's a big yeah. chasm in terms of, you know, what our inner or higher or soul self wants. Mm-hmm. And the reality we've created outside, which we've worked so hard for, and it's just like, <laughs> Oh, my God. And, and yeah. then there's also the piece which you probably realized when you have to kind of backtrack on all the uh, unsaid contracts with people and all the arrangements yeah. you've made and you're just yeah. like whoa how not only have you got to navigate or come to a point of understanding yourself that that's what's happened because that that reminder or that you know screaming um or that chasm is is just a reminder of the self mm-hmm. but then when you've kind of built up um how do I say interdependencies with people or even in partnerships suddenly if you're like suddenly oh I don't feel like doing that anymore of course there's ways that you can do that and and hopefully you know your partner uh, and your people want to move with you (laughs) but but, you know if if your everything you've built has been um on a kind of falsity or an identity piece which you didn't realize was false it's like where does that leave you the the ground is yeah sometimes you gotta let go of a lot of shit Which leads me into my next question about self-mastery, because I think that's really the key to understanding who you are and how you show up and what you really want to do in this world. Mm. Um, What do you define self-mastery as? The thing is, if we try anything enough, then we've become masters of it. And Mm. normally our attention is not focused inside. So... (laughs) you know and even you know even in every day with technology how easy is it to pick up the phone you know even this morning I like tip my guitar to bed and I was going to pay the time there's been like scrolling through Facebook oh I just answer them and answer them and immediately yourself is gone you're kind of outside Mm -hmm. so a lot of it is about coming inside Mm -hmm. and realizing what makes you drive what makes you get into super flow what makes you chill out what's you know what are the underlying pressures that you put yourself under and what are the underlying uh in a way addictions that you have um mm-hmm. to make yourself feel good or override those identity pieces you know to keep everything as secure as possible in this parameter of like ego self that you know yeah you know what I, mean? I love that way the mastery is doing things over and over and over again right mm-hmm. and yeah i love that just constantly remembering to bring it back to self all the time and you become mm-hmm. masterful at it mm-hmm. 
I love that. And there's so many ways of coming back to self. You know, obviously, I I love meditation, and a lot of people don't know how to meditate or don't have think they think they don't have the time. But mm-hmm. there is tools and techniques that you can use to get into that zone really quickly. And sometimes that's you know, focusing in on a really like um, detailed task or you know Mm. chilling out with some music or having a dance or having a long bath and it's it's most people will have a rhythm to their own time frame so like my concentration is 50 minutes so generally I'm I'm planning things in 50 minute slots Mm -hmm. and that means I'm not going outside of that stretch for what's comfortable for me um and therefore I don't end up questioning myself or getting distracted and it's really for us to study you know what are our own natural rhythms what environment and space around us Mm -hmm. um is going to work for us to be in the optimum a bit like what conditions helps you know the plant to the plant to grow once you've planted the seed right you know we're we're kind of living breathing organisms and society is so detached from what you know humans need yeah very (laughs) much so so it's it's, you know really that self-care self-love Mm-hmm. Um, self-nurturing and 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 us giving ourselves permission to do that is massive really yeah big. permission I think is the biggest piece yeah. because we're so pulled outside of ourselves all the time by all the distractions in the world and the shoulds and the obligations and and it's it's and society has taught us it's selfish to think about ourselves and put ourselves first but I think that's really the key is that we have to put ourselves mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. selfish or not and like you said, self-mastery, how can we master ourselves if we're always looking outside? And generally what shows up on the outside is the reflection of what we haven't dealt with inside anyway. It's like yeah. how many times do you need to be reminded? You know what I mean? Right? Oh, I don't like that. What did I create? <laughs> yeah, well, God, why do these annoying people keep showing up, you know? Right. It's yeah, like... it's, it's not them. <laughs> Have, have um, a look. <laughs> so how has this idea of self-mastery supported you as an entrepreneur? Um, I think it's interesting because my journey was always split between my spiritual self and trying to fit into the world. Mm. And actually what I've created in this methodology is a way to bridge the two within the work. And that was partly through not even still not doing it through my own entrepreneurial journey early on Mm -hmm. again I was looking outside I was going on loads of courses trying different people you know trying all the things and um I guess that confidence in self which again is knowing the self but also having you know the right mentor or -hmm. the right guidance and and uh there's so many pieces I think the the most important is having the right rhythm for you Mm -hmm. and having the right tools um, but there's because there's so much out there, that's a whole minefield in itself. You know? <laughs> well, go on a journey of self-discovery. What works, what doesn't, right? And just be curious. Yeah. And and also like entrepreneurship is something which, you know, these pioneering people are doing. And actually part of me feels that actually what they're trying to do is is learning about themselves. I think <laughs> it's like a self-discovery journey and it's just been so thrown outside. And if we turn even 20, 50% of that inside, wow, it's like the perfect fusion, you know? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, entrepreneurship is probably the fastest way to figure out who you are. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> 
lovely with not too many crashes and burns in, in the <laughs> right exactly yeah so here at rebel radio we love to have a conversation around wealth as well and i know that wealth is a word that can be very triggering for some it can be misunderstood and i'm curious what you feel wealth is um well as i mentioned about this post i was writing around privilege um it, it's i suppose my association with wealth has always been with the, with the privilege I mean, early on which i part of me wanted to turn away from because there were parts of of that society that i was i was in that i felt were inhumane and and wrong um you know and i'm not i'm not talking about you know slavery or anything like that i'm talking about the modern modern life although some of those imprints will also be in the cultures to be honest mm -hmm. but you know the fact that i couldn't receive a hot necklace from an eight-year-old boy who lived in a caravan you know what i mean yeah. my mom yeah. was really liberal and that just like blew my mind and, mm -hmm. and it's only in the past actually even in the past weeks that it's i've i've added all the things i did together in my life and really pinpointed that as part of one of the key decision makers you know i went to india um i had a lot of inheritance which i shared and gave away i've spent a lot of time and effort in in humanitarian work with um homeless people in the uk I run a charity there for 10 years after founding it mm -hmm. and i spent a lot of time you know with old yogis and living in caves and monasteries and all that type of thing oh, wow. so part of me like pushed that away mm -hmm. and and i it did link to that initial imprint that i had actually right. so i even though i was trying to reject the privilege i was actually rejecting the privilege not just the privileged you know mentality of my family and, and what that meant as an upper middle class person you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah so but i mean wealth is well that's such a big subject for me it combines health it combines mindset it combines the ability to love yourself mm -hmm. because you know abundance is about what you can welcome in on all levels and that means you know for me embodiment pieces which mean that the any areas of discomfort or it, disease within the body blocked mm -hmm. energy or um contraction is cleared you know through breath work it means um being in integrity with what you do with your money yeah. and and having you know some level of giving back um mm -hmm. because i feel that you know we are an ecosystem yeah. and as you know most of the countries that have the biggest wealth gap have the biggest suicide rates divorce rates um you know mental health problems and all of the mm -hmm. stuff you know mm -hmm. so it's for me it's it comes with the responsibility of ownership of you know humanity and yeah. and i i you know i don't doubt that there's a lot of people with a lot of money who are doing really good things there's also mm -hmm. a lot of people with a lot of money who aren't <laughs> and and i think um and and you know where does it not become political do you know what I mean? right yeah yeah and i see wealth as a holistic perspective as well and i i feel that wealth is the ability to give and receive from life mm. and we're all connected we're all one we're all made of the same stardust and so if we're not giving to humanity in some way but also permission to receive from life yeah, as well i feel like that it's the circuit of wealth it needs to move yeah it needs to flow 
Yeah, for sure. That receiving part is um, is massive, and and a lot of the work I do with my clients is around that. Yeah, yeah, and you know the redistribution of wealth on the planet. The more healers and coaches and change makers that have the money in their hands, who are heart centered and want to give to life, mm. the better. So exactly, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a wealth advocate, and as I'm you know, moving up and accepting more and, and um, supporting my clients also doing the same. Yeah, it's I feel happy to accept my privilege, knowing the responsibility that comes with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew? Mm. I know it's so hard to just do one, isn't it? <laughs> I think to be in touch with the soul self. Yeah or higher self or spiritual self. I mean, it's, it can be defined in different ways. Yeah. But it's like the part, the part of you that really speaks, you know, that speaks you to your to... truth. Yeah, yeah exactly. It is yeah. your truth. And that's, you've got to be able to learn to be still and listen. And that's one of the hardest things in life for anyone. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's an easy truth to talk about, but you know, the fulfillment of that is, I guess, probably a life's journey once you get into it. <laughs> right? Simple, not easy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love that. So if you could share anything with our audience about, you know, what's going on in the world right now and how to navigate that, what would you share? It's got to be the same message to just come back to the self, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, there are many things that I've always been sad about. And for me, this time is just a heightened reflection of, you know, what's been wrong with humanity, probably since we became humans. Mm. <laughs> and, and the only reason why that's accelerated is there's more technology, you know, there's more money, there's more ways of creating arms, you know, man's inhumanity, to man is not reflecting in the, the amount of you know technical technological growth that we have mm -hmm. it's like if we were evolving as we should be and as we should have been then um i don't believe that the uh, that we'd be in such a mess you know mm. so i yeah i have to bring it back to kind of evolution of the self and us taking responsibility yeah. for our peace yeah. and the more that we can um, spread that and get the vibes higher and do our bit the more conscious the more people can become and then it becomes by osmosis you know um, a more permanent thing and um yeah the distribution of that energy and frequency goes wider you know yeah i agree with that entirely and i think what we're seeing in the or on the planet right now is an entropy of the old ways of being it's the end of the old world and so we're seeing it in a heightened level because it's crumbling and it's like when a volcano is just sitting there it's just sitting there and we don't notice it but when it erupts we're aware of it right mm -hmm. and i feel like that's what's happening right now and our job is to focus on what we want to create within the destruction of that. It's like the tower in tarot, you know, everything's crumbling down so that we can rebuild. So what are we choosing to rebuild? Mm. I think that's really important. Yeah, I'm a big transformation junkie. And me <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, any opportunity for change is a good opportunity. And, and of course, notwithstanding, you know, the sadness and the... Mm -hmm. Uh, loss that a lot of people have experienced you yeah. know within this period of time but you know that's been 
going on forever and is, is still going on in parts of the world where it shouldn't be happening. So yeah. it's, yeah, I feel very sad and, and yet I just can't get stuck there. I can't watch the news, yeah. you know? No, no, don't watch the news. <laughs> we need to focus on what we want, not what we don't want. Exactly. And whatever's in the news, I don't want. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Emma, I want to thank you for being on the show. It's oh. been such a pleasure getting to know you in this short period of time. I feel like I could talk to you for hours. Yeah, for sure. But as always, we end the show with one last question. Okay. What do you dream of for the world? Um, I dream of a utopia where, you know, people are coming back to community. Yeah. Where we are, you know, reconnecting with ourselves through the expression of creativity through the honoring of the simple things and you know all of these beautiful things which of course there's still creative people in the world but you know that community element for me is really really important and mm -hmm. I think we underestimate how how much we need other people but you know the way that life is segmented it's like other people at the moment you know bring fear and judgment and um questioning of self because mm -hmm. we've been become so isolated and and unable to interact in that way so you know I run a lot of festivals and we run mm. retreats and all of that stuff so I'm yeah I'm a bit of a community junkie actually as well so. <laughs> I love it I love but, it but then within that you know people still I've also been to a lot of communities where there's still all the same shit going on so people have to bring that level of responsibility too you know what I mean yeah absolutely Emma thank you so much it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you so Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and you wish to help out another entrepreneur, share this episode out, leave a review. And of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information, visit my website, cindyvanarnum.com, and where you can discover who you are, what you want, and how to get it. Thanks for joining us, and I'll see you next week.